Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. Brianna Decker, women's ice hockey. Cool beans. They had to cut my sock. They had to cut the skate laces, like, off. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna have to skate eventually. It might not be in the next few weeks, but... That's the spirit, Brianna, yes. She's not done. I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I am jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Villages, some of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. We'll talk to athletes whose performances are pushing the medal count on snow and ice, discussing pretty much anything and everything but actually winning medals, because we want to go behind the scenes, and even Olympic heroes have to eat. Unfiltered conversations from the ground about the daily experiences that make up the real athlete experience of the games. You know, like life and being in the village. Because it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies all the time. You can hear us in the headphones okay? Yeah. Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. Brianna, thank you so much for being here with us today in the village. It's a loaded yet simple question. How are you doing? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm doing pretty well considering everything that's happened the last week. Um, I'm definitely thankful to be around and be around my teammates and being able to stick around to support them. Um, I don't know how I would be right now if I didn't have my 22 sisters um, around to support me. So It's amazing. I, I, you know, what does their support mean for you? Like when you are getting stretched off the ice, who is coming with you? Are you able to watch the games? How are you communicating with everybody? Can yeah, you walk think, us through that? Yeah, like when it first happened, um, obviously like I, it's funny, my parents had said that they saw some of the faces of some of my teammates and they just like look distraught and just couldn't in like basically disbelief. I think um, in that moment, it was really tough. Um, I knew I was injured and, you know, going forward from that game I was like okay now that I know I had my scans and everything I wanted to watch the rest of the game and cheer on my teammates and I was lucky to catch the you know the third period um, to support them and now um, I'm just trying to be in another eye in the sky and making sure that I can help the team in any way I can I'm scouting the opponents and watching our team and giving them advice if uh, if you know it makes their play a little bit easier. Well I know that they feel that support and love from you and I'm sure that they wish they could help but when you are, you know, you're such an inspiration to so many people. Um, you have like a little girl named Letty on your Instagram. How do you feel about being such an amazing inspiration for so many little girls? Yeah, I think, you know, growing up, I, I looked up to a lot of male hockey players. And, um, you know, I think I had a few, you know, women's hockey players like Cami Granado and Andrew Ruggiero, um, you know, Olympians, the U.S. Olympians. And, I looked up to them and I think, you know, those were just great role models for me when I was a younger kid. And I want to be, I wanted to be them and I want to be role models for younger girls now. And yeah, that's Letty is my niece. Um, and she does look up to me and I miss her like crazy right now. But I think, um, you know, that's the biggest thing. I finally moved back to Wisconsin and I was like, I want to help the youth programs around that area because I want to help grow the game. But then also I want these girls to have an actual visual um, role model that they can look up to um, around the rink on a daily basis. Do you think coaching is ever in your future? Yeah, definitely. I think um, I enjoy it. Um, I am passionate about the game and, 
you know, I, I've had an opportunity to coach the U18 um, national team a few times to the U.S., and I think it's something I really enjoyed doing. And it was, I'm like helping these girls get to the next level, getting the next level being the national team or the Olympic Games. And um, I think it was a fascinating experience for myself. Um, and I learned a lot as a coach that has helped me with my player, um, my playing ability as well. Yeah. Before a game, Brianna, do you have any superstitions? Like, do you tape your stick before every game? Is there any, or something that you do lacing up? Is there something that you have every yeah, time you get on the ice? Yeah, I'm very, I wouldn't say superstitious because if I don't do it, I'm like, I'm okay. Um, but I'm definitely, you, you can definitely label me as like a routine gal and someone that does something every, like the same thing every day. And I kind of rewind my clock about 24 hours before our game and everything's pretty much dialed in from then on out. Um, and I, you know, just, you know, whether I nap, if it's a late game, um, but I definitely, I tape my stick, uh, to the same song every single game. And, you know, obviously I get, what is the song? (laughs) Um, well, it it does change every once in a while, but I have been on like, and I was on an Eminem kick for the last few years. So I do, I listen to that. Um, great choice of pump up music. Yeah, it's great. He just, yeah, he gets me going. So it's, um, yeah. So I, I mean, when it comes to music and, you know, putting on my gear, I put our, my gear on the same way. Um, a lot of athletes, um, in hockey do that anyways. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely a routine athlete. I think the, you know, the more consistent my routine has been, the more consistent my game has been. So that's kind of why I stuck to it. Yeah, you said you have like a complete 24-hour rewind-the-clock routine at the Olympic Games. I'm sure that's slightly different than what it would be if you were playing in the U.S. or Canada. What is the routine like at the Olympic Games? Yeah, so, I mean, it's, yeah, like we, our first game, uh, unfortunately, when I got injured, it was a 9-10 game, 9 p.m. local time in Mm -hmm. China. So I was like, holy crap, like this is going to be a little bit different, but you just try to stick to it. Um, I think the biggest thing is meal timing and making sure you're getting fueled the right way and making sure you're getting your rest and getting, you know, I think we only had about five to six days um, from when we got to Beijing to when our first game was. So we had a you know, get on the right time zone as far as sleep. So that was a little bit of a challenge, but those are challenges that you are expected to have, um, you know, traveling hours and hours away from home. And um, I think that we just, you know, do it as a team and figure it out and making sure you're just taking time to yourself if you need it. What has it been like for you, you know, since your ankle injury, sitting on the sidelines and watching? Is it frustrating are you just happy to be there kind of explain the emotion behind yeah I think if it was um first off I think if I was 10 years younger I'd probably take more of that frustration approach to it um I think being an older athlete on the team uh, I think you know I'm like we're at the Olympics it's one of the best times to be together um it's one of the greatest experiences any athlete can have and I'm like hey you know what I'm out um, I literally can't put my skate on. So I think that does help, but I'm like, I just want to cheer on my team as the, like the best that I can. And, um, I love watching our team play. It's entertaining. It's fun. Um, and I also watch it from a different angle and, um, do I want to be out there? Of course. Um, but I've definitely, um, I think I'm just in the midst of being at the Olympics and enjoying that moment and you really can't pass it up. I would probably be pretty frustrated with myself. If I, you know, two weeks from now, if I look back that I was being disappointed and feeling bad for myself, I just want to be here for the team. Yeah. It's so incredible to just even hear you say that you're, you're rising to the occasion and being the leader 
that you are, even when the circumstances aren't in your favor. And that's just a testament to you and who you are as a teammate, an athlete, a person. So thank you. It, it, you're amazing. Um, you mentioned all of those girls are pretty much your sisters. I'm sure when you're spending an extended period of time together as pretty much sisters, funny things happen behind the scenes that like people like me never get to know about. Is, is there any inside joke or something funny that has happened that just like makes you smile really, really big? You know, I think a few of us just, I mean, it's the smallest things is, you know, we have a few of us that send each other, you know, funny reels on Instagram and stuff like that. I think, um, I mean, some of these girls I've known since um, youth hockey, like Amanda Kessel and, um, Alex Cavallini or formerly Alex Rigsby. I think, you know, those guys I've known since I was eight years old, seven years old. Um, and so what's incredible is that I've literally been on the journey with them for so long and we're all 30 now. And, um, you know, I think, yeah, we obviously have a lot of inside jokes, but at the same time, maybe I shouldn't share all those cause, <laughs> but we'll keep it yeah. safe. Don't yeah, worry. <laughs> but, you know, I think just, just around around the clock, I think everyone, we all just joke around quite a bit. We have a great balance as a team, keeping it, you know, pretty light off the ice. But when it's time to dial it in for games, like we're all set and ready to go and fight for each other out there. Yeah. What is your, you know, you've been to a few Olympic games now. What is your favorite thing about living in the village at each games? And I know each village is different, but across the board, you know, when you think about the village, what is some of your fondest memories? I think the one thing that, I mean, you know, I mean, most people will notice everyone takes a picture by their rings. I think um, that's just a moment that you take time and just appreciate where you are and where you're living and where you're going to be for the next few weeks. Um, but I, the one thing I enjoy about the village is just being able to see other athletes, um, you know, different sports. And um, it's incredible because like all these other athletes have worked so hard to get to this moment, get to uh, this time in their career. And it's just amazing to see them. And then, you know, you're like, oh, you pass someone in the hallway and then you go and see them compete that night on TV or live if you can make to the live events. And I think it doesn't matter which country they're from. Um, obviously, you're biased if to your own country, but yeah. it doesn't matter which country you're from. You're like, it's amazing to see these athletes in person. Um, and we're pretty spoiled that way. Yeah, so much mutual respect just all around for everybody. Um, you mentioned going to live events. Are you guys able to go watch other sports live? Yeah, we are. Um, obviously, in a safe manner, and we wear masks and everything like that. And they have limited tickets to each event um, for other athletes to support um, the other athletes in their for their country. But um, I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't made to one yet because I was injured. I have been injured, so I, I'm going to try to make it to a speed skating event tomorrow night. Um, you know, I think my teammates are more than willing to help push me around in the wheelchair or whatever, but, um, it's awesome to be able to go support your, the other athletes. Um, you get to know them through media summits or get to know them, you know, crossing paths along the way, um, from one Olympics to the other. And I think that's the most enjoyable thing is being able to go support them. Yeah. If we see team USA win here in Beijing, are we going to see you on the ice? Are we going to see the crutches on the ice? Or are you going to play it safe and you're going to kind of hold back? <laughs> You know what? I've really, I've actually replayed that quite a bit, and I'm trying to figure out that strategy still. So um, <laughs> we'll have to see where I end up. I definitely will be on the. I'll be on the. I'll go to the bench at least. You know. Um, okay. Perfect. But I can't. Yeah, I can't wait, and hopefully that moment comes, and um, you know, the, the team's gonna be fighting hard to bring back gold again. Where are you watching right now? Um, with the crutches. Um, are you in the stands? I've been, I've been kind of in the stands. Yeah. Um, okay. kind of more towards the press area, but I. I don't know. I'm going to have to maybe make my way down more rink side um, as, you know, starting the quarterfinals to the finals, I think yeah. just because it's going to be a little bit better view. 
We're going to need to print you a new credential with like extra numbers on it. So you can totally get down to wherever you need to be. That might be smart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll put in a good word. I don't know anybody there, but I'll see what I can do. Perfect. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Lastly, you know, how can people watch more women's hockey? How can people get more involved in women's hockey? Yeah, you know, I think that's one thing that we're trying to push for so much is this visibility um, aspect of things. I think, you know, when it's not the Olympic Games, it's really hard to watch women's hockey. But a lot of these same players that are competing at the Olympics right now are playing on the weekends in different professional leagues. And I think the more that we can push as individuals and push, um, you know, as a group of, um, you know, women hockey players, I think that's how we're going to be able to get more visibility and people are going to be able to follow us on a you know, yearly basis, not just, or weekly basis, not just, you know, every four years. So um, I know our game is, you know, the women's hockey tournament is one of the biggest events that people like to tune in on, especially as the tournament goes on. And hopefully we continue to have that support um, after the Olympics as well. Well, Brianna, you are an inspiration to so many people. Wishing you a very healthy and speedy recovery and good luck here in Beijing. Hope to see you and those crutches on the ice after a Team USA win. Thanks, Elizabeth. Have a good one. You too. Follow In the Village now on Apple Podcasts to get automatic downloads and tune into the networks of NBC to watch every moment of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. And for the first time ever, the Super Bowl and Winter Olympics will be on the same day and the same network. Competition continues at the Winter Olympics tonight. And don't miss Super Bowl 56 as the Los Angeles Rams take on the Cincinnati Bengals February 13th on NBC and Peacock. Mm -hmm.